<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good to go. I'm ready to rock. Yeah, not that you don't already carry us, but I'm weak today. <laughs> you carried the f- out of us last week. Yeah, you know. right. Good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast starring the tens. Starring the ten. Start. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'll be the, the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith. Greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, to the bottom square, beaming his satellites all the way from Austin, Texas. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Boys, I, I effed up. I went to a foam party over the weekend I may have been seen on a slip and slide, and now I'm sick, so go figure. I also was dancing until 3 in the morning, so I got what I deserved. I'm down bad. Let's do this podcast. Stock is down. Stock is way down. So Stock's down for you. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a frost. <laughs> All right. Up there at the top square today, Matt Cover the producer, FCTP. What's going on, Matt? Uh, What's up? Sorry, just I had a little, blank. Yeah, just a little sweaty. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hot here. Uh, Actually, but- Cobb, the cast is down a little bit. <laughs> I will talk about the whole Taylor Swift experience, but... Your boy ran comically afoul of the law. Uh oh. Really? Yeah. Did she at least look 18? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're going by like sluggers and they have like the barrier set up? Yes. So they have like two cop cars that are like facing each other and they got all their lights on and stuff. And like, I'll tell the whole story, but we've been having a fun time. So I'm outside. There's like people tailgating, like, watching Taylor Swift. So I walk by and I like look at the cop cars and kind of crouch down next to them, take a little picture. I'm like, it's like a rap video. And I look over and there's like these SWAT cops. The one guy's kind of looking at me and I just kind of walk over. I'm like, yeah, it's cover my rap video. And he's like, dump it out. And now I'm like leaning on the car. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, dump it out. I go, dump it out. And he's like, you're on a city street, a public street. You have an open container. And I was like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I ran this city. <laughs> wow. Ted Smith getting overconfident. I love it. That's awesome. You're talking to a SWAT team member. <laughs> Dude, I'm like leaning on the truck like, what? Oh, oh, lean on yeah. the truck like you guys are buddies. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, I know he like turned to his friends after that with that just that like that head shake like this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. He was just like, He's I mean, he didn't say right it, now. but the look on his face was just like dumbass. I mean, I I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, oh man, my bad. And then some dude is like. Ted Smith, I'm like, what's up? And he's like, that cop doesn't know you. I go, no, he was big mad. He was pissed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he sees it like three times. Dump it out. I'm like, what? Dump what out? That You're is- on a public street. Like, uh, oh, check, yeah. Check that left- privilege, Mr. Smith. <laughs> I left the safety of the T-Swift concert. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I, I got to ask, you know, this is just purely in self-interest. But when we went to that... uh wasn't Jason Aldean, whatever that country concert we went to, that was just. We did not see Jason Aldean. I don't even yeah. know his music. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But we saw like thousands of just smoke show cowboy chicks. How was the the Taylor Swift talent? This is just we for were, me. First of all, son, you got to put some respect on the man's name. His name is Kenny Chesney, and he runs an awesome summer tour. He sure does. So first. And that was first, at his peak, too. Taylor Swift. So, I mean, obviously a large predominant, I'd say 20, 30,000 of those people aren't even 21. So like you go to the bars and like, that's kind of like a safety zone, right? Like, well, everybody in the bar is over 21. Yeah. If you keep your drinks in them, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, uh, Chesney, those girls show out. There was, there was still a lot of country girls roaming around Taylor Swift, but it was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was not, it was not it was not Kenny Chesney or Luke Combs. Okay, okay. That's all I needed to know. But with that said, you should still has have either of you seen her? No, but I would. I love Taylor no. Swift. I love that she remade her masters. That was baller. So I don't even know that much about her music. I just know I have some friends, separate friends, but they all have tickets, right? So I'm like, 
that's a big show. Like, I'll go down and tailgate. So I pick up my buddy. He lives up here. We go to the light rail station. There is lines just to buy a ticket for the light rail. I've never seen that. I've been to Seahawks playoff games on the light rail. Uh, Sounders stuff. You know, Kenny, Kenny Chesney concerts. This was the most crowded I have ever seen the light rail. It was wild. And this is just one person. Yes, dude. It was wild. And like, there's a whole group of like tweens, like right near us. And they're just singing. They're just singing her songs and stuff. And like, I can't explain it to you, but like within five minutes, I'm like, I love this. This vibe is unreal. Like people are having so much fun. And then, uh, that's all. Yeah, like you get you get off, and there's the stadium's not even open yet. There was fucking like ten to fifteen thousand people in the north parking lot just for merch. She opened up her merch booths on Friday. There was no show, and thousands of people waited in line. Oh my god! Yeah, just for merch, dude. Damn, that's a genius move. I've never heard of somebody just opening merch a day early. I, I don't think anybody else is that big. So then. Keep in mind, the, the city is popping, right? The same day you have Taylor Swift, you have Mariners, Blue Jays, Bite of Seattle, Blue Jay- Capitol Hill Block Party. I mean, it, everything that was going on <sighs> in the city is going on. So then, like, we're hanging out in the bars, we're having fun. And then, like, I start collecting friendship, friendship bracelets. Like, <laughs> they're like making them and they're like, oh, we'll give you guys some. I scored four of them. It's pretty proud of myself. Nice. Uh, but dude, it's like the Grateful Dead, just a different crowd. There must have been 15,000 people in the North parking lot that just bring chairs and coolers and they just go see Taylor Swift and listen outside the stadiums. Swifties. It's Whoa. it's unbelievable, dude. And and I can't explain it to you. Everybody was in a good mood. Like like the parents are smiling. Obviously, all the little teen girls are fired up and screaming but i mean everybody was in a great mood and they're just like i've been waiting so long to see this show and this and that and like i mean it's like trust me i was all fired up about these bracelets and it's like like somebody puts it on you i'm like this is awesome dude that's rad i've heard i mean she is you know known for being a great performer obviously she's got a massive music catalog but that's so cool that like just the vibe outside the show was good. Cause I know these shows are expensive. I wasn't sure if like, you know, people were getting bitter or what, but to combine Taylor Swift, like arguably, arguably the biggest artist on earth right now, at least this tour is crazy with the blue Jays. I mean, the blue Jays, I would say travel better than any team in major league baseball, at least when it comes to Seattle, I mean, they take over Pike place market. There is no way to I, multiple times. I'm I'll see one fan and I'm like, oh, my God, call another guy into work. Like it's <laughs> going to get pet crazy. Blue Jays fans roll deep and they are everywhere in the city when they come to town. That's crazy to double those up. Plus Capitol Hill block party. Wow, dude, it was I've never seen that many people for one event. And like, look, Mike said it. I don't know if I disagree with him. Like she might be what the Beatles were back in the day right now. Yeah, I feel like I feel like um, not as much in the U.S., but Michael Jackson also touched that touched that peak, like some of his videos in Japan and China when he's just sprinting through a crowd and he's got a phalanx of 45 bodyguards just checking people when his limo almost got crushed. He almost got crushed at his limo. Like, yeah, I think there's very few people get to that level. I wouldn't be shocked if Taylor is entering that realm, especially with the social media era and stuff where everyone has access to her. I mean, just imagine her DMs, boys. Well, think about Ticketmaster has been doing all that stuff for years and nobody cared. Taylor Swift and her fans were like, hey, somebody's got to do something. And Congress got involved. (laughs) Wait, Congress is involved in the Ticketmaster thing? Dude, that's amazing. Because that Ticketmaster thing has been driving me crazy. They got involved once Taylor Swift was like, hey, this isn't right. Wait, so what's going to happen? What's going on? I I don't know. (laughs) I just they had hearings on it. I know that much. That's just the point of that, like. A lot of other bands have bitched about it, high level bands, but like Taylor Swift says something needs to be fixed. It gets fixed. Not only that, like Eddie Vedder was there. The lead singer of Imagine Dragons was there. Like, I love like Imagine Dragons. Any athlete in town that Bob wasn't Deirdre like, flew there for it. Yeah, that's wow. what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. It was insanity. And I just, I mean, just sea of people. And they, again, 
I can't get over. It. They were so nice, man. Like people like I ran into a buddy at one of the bars I go to. He hasn't worked a bar shift in years. And I was like, what are you doing behind the bar? And he's like, oh, I couldn't miss this. Wow. Every man, woman and child. Damn. Dude, that's a, wow. That's that's so crazy. Yeah. I Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you were in the same boat, right? You're like, I can't miss this. It's T Swift. Yeah, honestly, dude, because I, I knew it wouldn't be the same party as like Chesney or Luke Combs, but I was like, ah, there's still some country girls that are, you know, that are around my age. It'll be in the bars. Like, let's go check it out. But once I got down there and then just talking to people like they're just I can't explain to you how freaking excited they were. I was like, man, I'm getting kind of giddy now. I don't even I didn't know a ton of her music. And then I sat outside and listened to her concert. I was like, I do know this song. I do know this song. <laughs> yeah, she's got some bangers. She's had like a lot of like radio hits and like stuff they play in like, you know, I don't know, department stores and stuff. Yeah, I guess I, like I just think music. some of those songs, I just I don't know they're Taylor Swift. And I was like, damn. But it was like, I, I can't. I've been talking about it for two days. And again, I acquired four bracelets. I was pretty pumped. <laughs> I think you only had two in the picture you sent us. Did I? That might have been early on in the night journey. You were still collecting at that point. It was still light out, you know, but you were fired up before all four were on there. There wasn't four, I don't think. I know. Wait, Ted, enlighten me. I mean, I'm familiar with the EDM community. Within the Swifty community, are friendship bracelets exchanged similar to candy, or do you like become friends with these people, or what's the dynamic? Okay, so I brought that up. I go, this is like being at an EDM thing. But I realized Taylor Swift fans have no idea what I'm talking about. I was like, oh, it's kind of like Plur. Yeah. What? I was like, all right, bad reference point. You have no idea what I'm speaking of. So when we went into King Street, (laughs) there was a... Ted, please tell me you weren't talking to like 14-year-old girls about raves. No, that's that's the other thing. We got to end these jokes. You're like the 20th person. Like, well, they're all under 18. Like... Jesus Christ, guys. Like I was in an alley with people, adults smoking joints. And like, oh, you led with that. You were, like, you were like 80% of the women were like, I said 20 whatever. to 30. And then, and then you were like, <laughs> no, you said under 21 because you were talking about the bar and you're like, the bars I saved zone. Then you were saying when I was getting on the train, it was me and a bunch of tweens. Then in talking about the train, you go, and then I got off and then I decided, and I'm just like, oh, phrasing, phrasing, my guy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, like, but like, you're doing it. You're, you're writing the jokes for us. <laughs> the, in the bar, there was a girl just making them. And I was like, can you make me one? She was like, sure. She said her name was Taylor. I don't know if I believed her. So the first one I got, of course, said, look what you made me do. I famous song of hers or an album. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Nice. <laughs> then we're, then I'm out in the alley with my buddy and this couple comes through and they're drinking coffees and smoking joints. So I'm like, ah, the hippie speed bomb. I respect it. We start talking about bracelets and she's like, oh, I made some. Do you guys want some? And we're like, yeah. So now we're up to two bracelets. Now the juices are flowing. You can trade them. Some people just give them to you. But when we set up shop in the north parking lot, like Mike and his wife have like a little cooler. So now there's like other parents around us and they're, they have chairs. They're like, yeah, we just wait for our kids. And I'm like, cool. So then this one lady, she's like, there's also people waiting for the merch line. Again, merch is sold all weekend. You don't even have to be in the show. And uh, these two women behind us were like, how do we get a bracelet from you guys? She's like, we haven't had a drink all day. If you give us a white claw, we'll give you each. Like, she looks at me and Mike, you can each have like two, one. And we're like, all right. So we pass out a white claw. Some other person comes by, and gives me like a warm white claw. They're like, I don't want to drink it, dude. I'm like, I'm on it. But Mike and I get kind of fired up. Now we're making friends with parents. <laughs> we were trading white claws for bracelets. And his wife comes over and goes, hey, guys, there's only like one white claw left. Like Taylor hasn't even started. And I was like, Ugh, we might have made an error here. We, we, we got too fired up about the bracelets. But no worries. Yeah. Ted's a mission, man. And so like on the like the second time, she's like, no, seriously. And I was like, you're right. You're right. So, boom, I take off 20 minutes, come back with a 12 pack of white claw. And I'm like, there you go. (laughs) Nice, dude. That's awesome. That's a good recovery. I thought you were going to end up just having to try to like sell her on the bracelets, which would be awful. No, no, no. Like when she said it like the second time. Like Mike was already hammered. I, I just kind of in my head, I was like, no, she's right. We shouldn't yeah. have been just giving them away because we wanted bracelets. <laughs> Wallace. 
clawless. But then again, I felt kind of bad as they get back. And these people were like, there's a store around here. And I'm like, there is. And they're like, where do you go? And I'm like, go up to like McCoy's firehouse. It's right. You could see it from there. And they're like, we're not from Seattle. We have no idea where that bar is. And I'm like trying to give drunken directions. I'm like, just go through the park. And like, when you see this, make a right. And then the store is on the left. And the one guy's like, that's not help. I'm like, look, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I'm hammered too. <laughs> like, like, yeah, just, you're like, just re- move to. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm like, I'm replacing a 12 pack because I was trading them for fucking bracelets. Like, I'm not the guy to ask for pinpoint directions. Yeah, seriously. Like, if you want to know where to go, like, move to Seattle 14 years ago and then come drink down here, you know, 50 weekends a year. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up and stop wasting my time. <laughs> That's basically what it was. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, that's awesome, dude. Dude, it sounds like you were just the agent of chaos down there, man. I like it. I like that journey for you. That and the the cop car, hilarious. Yeah, as far as Taylor Swift fans go, I was the agent of chaos. (laughs) I'm I'm just chatting up random people, and then like. Yeah, like one guy, like, I don't know, it was crazy. Then the people were like, you got to vote for this guy. And I was like, what's he running for? And they're like, he's running for election of like the beer hall. We were like, get our fucking vote. Better believe it. (laughs) Just getting hyped on him. That's awesome. Oh, but seriously, I I don't care. I would never talk trash on Taylor Swift again. Like it, it was it was mind blowing how many people were there and just how excited people were. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think weirdly not to go too deep on it, but I've been noticing, I I think that really speaks to the lack of sort of like a sense of community slash spirituality in like the current world. I feel like people feel mm, separate and sort of alone and having something to like uh, buy into and, and commit to feels good. I mean, I know I was like dancing till late at night. It felt good just dancing in a room with people, you know, and I feel like singing, dancing like those things all kind of religion kind of had a monopoly on that for a long time but being in a big concert or at a music show in the summer or whatever like it does just feel good just moving to vibrations with people i think there's really something to that that we're all kind of lacking especially post-covid you know i i don't know if that's true but it feels that way yeah i mean i would say a lot of people get that through sports mm-hmm. yeah that's you know what i mean that sense of community and getting together you playing your weekends around it especially with like football it's like all right, we're only going to get, you know, what? In the NFL, what do you get? Eight or nine home games for college? You get like five. So it's like we got to get together, get the get the menu going, get the, get you know, know what we're going to have in the coolers and, and set up shop. Bro, have you been watching that NFL doc on uh, Netflix? Quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, I already finished it. Yeah, me too. It was really good. And my follow-up question is, what's it going to take to get you to a University of Texas home game this year? Uh, it might be, it might be on the dock. I got to look at their schedule and see when they play in early November. I know, me too. I haven't actually looked at their schedule either. That's a good call. <laughs> Trust me, there was a couple offers on Taylor Swift tickets that were at a discount that were still very expensive, and I was like, no. And everybody's like, why? And I'm like, number one, F1 tickets. Number two. I was in a suite for George Strait and uh, Stapleton. Yeah. Like I, I have kind of, and I spent my allotted ma- amount for the year on extra sports tickets. Yeah, it's all downhill from there too. After a suite, you know, I mean, the, those stadium or those stands just aren't going to feel as good. Well, Honestly, no great home I'm games. Just my, I got to grab my chart. You're good. I got you. Honestly, no great home games on the UT schedule this year. Really? I mean, how far are you from Lubbock? I honestly, I don't even know why I was in love. I watched that show too. Patrick Mahomes has his name on the stadium now. Do a little oh, road trip that, for you. Did he go to A&M or what's Texas in Lubbock? Tech. I just forget. Texas was Tech. It, wasn't that in Lubbock? Oh my God. Lubbock is in the middle of nowhere. Six hours and seven minutes away from me. You know how Texas has that little like top hat thing yeah. on it? It's up there. Wow. God, that is in the, there is nothing around Lubbock. Is I don't that know where Texas could, Tech is? Uh, I don't know. Let's. I could uh, be. I could be. It's one of those towns yes, that's in not. Lubbock. Okay. And Texas is that Tech, where Leach coached? Yeah, Texas Tech was an outpost even for football until Mike Leach got there and started running the air raid offense. Did Did he coach Mahomes? No, 
That oh. was Cliff Kingsbury. He was already gone by then. Okay, that's right. But, but seriously, like uh, he built that university football wise. Remember, because wow. like Crabtree was there. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, Crabtree. Texas Tech is looking like a damn high school right now. I'm going through their Google pictures. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and University of Texas. I mean, right? Like some of your big, your biggest game is Oklahoma, but they play that in Dallas. Yeah, well, so they just switched conferences, I believe, or they're they're in the process of something like that. Do you know they Ted? Yeah, they haven't. They're not. They've they've changed SEC, but they haven't gone over yet. They have like this year, and I think one more year. Oh, okay. In the Big Twelve. Yeah, so I mean, they got they got Bama. It's actually on this schedule. You can't even tell which games are home and which ones are away. But it looks like they got, yeah, Bama, Kansas. Honestly, weak weak strength of schedule. Iowa State. I don't know. It's like K State, TCU, BYU. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it. it doesn't matter. Well, you got to play conference games. I mean, the Cyclones are a Big Twelve team. <laughs> no, Ted. I want only <laughs> dude. What was that soccer league they were trying to start up that I was pro and you were against? What was that crazy European? Remember they that were was, only it was, we're gonna take all the best teams. It's the Super League. That's right, the Super League. Yeah. So that's what that's what's happening in college football. Is it's basically going to be the SEC in the Big Ten. Right, because remember UCLA and SC after this year are going to be Big Ten teams. So then, the Pac-12 is kind of hurting. They need to they need to get TV rights and everything. Everybody's worried about it becoming just two mega conferences. Which I still look. I understand how dirty college sports are. College football should just be separate. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's going to be. Well, yeah, especially with like the sponsorship stuff now. I mean, it's just truly a business. Wait, is Big Ten? Is that like Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, all them? Maryland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The Terps, I'm sure, are thriving in football in that league. <laughs> it's football. okay. BC is no better. Yeah, it is. You're right. Football should be able to do their own league thing. So it doesn't really make sense to align all the other sports. Well, maybe it does scheduling wise or bus wise. I don't know. But I'm kind of with you. I think football should be able to do its own thing. I still think it's just not fair to the other student athletes, right? You can still take the football money, which you need to run all those programs. There's also like the realistic view of what college football is for college athletics, right? People are like, why does the football team get this and that? It's like, well, without them, you wouldn't have your sports programs and enrollment would be way down. But I do think it's kind of shitty if you're a parent and your kid plays it, you know, or, or UCLA and it's like, I don't know. Let's say they're a swimmer like you were. It's like, so I got to go to conference games now in College Park, Maryland, in New Jersey, in Ann Arbor. Like the point of the conferences is like they're supposed to be kind of close to each other. Yeah. And weirdly, Ted, swimming actually makes money for the university. Does it? No, f- no. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you're going to have to explain that one to me. Yeah. You got like 70 people on a team. No, it's it's we've probably had like 10 people in the stands ever. <laughs> Although Dude. I will say one time randomly at one of our meets at the University of Maryland, Michael Phelps was in the stands. So that was cool. He's a Baltimore guy. Yeah. He was he wasn't watching me. <laughs> Dude, Cobb, that was so good. Like you're when you go sarcastic, no one sees it coming. Like it's you just <laughs> with your like that's a bit that you develop by how you live your life on the day to day, but Damn that crushed right there, dude. Thanks, <laughs> man. It is also, I'm glad you brought up quarterback because, like, I always like football. Boys, I'm ready. I don't know what it is this year. I watched that quarterback show. I watched a half hour special on Sunday on NFL Network of just Seahawks highlights. And I'm like, all right, all right. That's what I'm looking for this year. And I'm just like, I need to see some pads pop. Need to see those pads pop. Maybe it's time. Let's go, dude. I'm with you, man. I, you know, I always, I feel like I always end up like taking, I'm like, oh, the NFL, they've made the season too long. It's bad for the players. There's too much, you know, like the, the preseason or whatever. And now I'm like, now it's time for some pads to pop. (laughs) Yeah. I'm almost underway. I'm almost to the point now where I just want to put out on my Twitter, like ah, anybody's kids playing a varsity scrimmage in August. <laughs> I'll come watch. <laughs> God, dude, I thought you were going to say, I'm just, I'm just about the point now where I'm about to put on my pads and just start hitting bags. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. Just out there in the grass doing, doing drills, <laughs> running some drills. Like, Oh man. Wow. 
<laughs> I was actually surprised. You know, you know those like okay, so there's like those tackling dummies, the kind of standard ones. Then there's the ones with like the two little cactus arms, like this to stick out. Yeah, I'm honestly, this sounds weird to say, but I'm surprised that you haven't had one of those in your home at some point. <laughs> I don't. Know, I feel like somebody just would have gifted you one or something. You know, if you end up, uh, or well, I guess that idea we were talking about last time I saw you and watching some football. If you end up doing yeah. that. You should definitely get one of those, man. That'd be awesome. I just like the idea of me out by the pool in the grass, just using a two-man sled. Like, <laughs> what are you training for? Like, just any opportunity. Like, season's coming up. Season's coming up. <laughs> your kid want to learn to hit? <laughs> Dude, last year, I think I told you, I went to one Texas high school game, and it was crazy. It was the Chaparrales, the uh, the Westlake Chaps. They were, like, one of the top 10 teams in the country. They play in... Oh, I'm really trying not to swear. It's hard, Matt. They play in an effing castle. It looks like a college yeah. facility all all day. The baseball field is immaculate. The stadium is crazy. They have giant, probably 40-foot-tall photos of players on the stadium, like in action poses. I'm like, dude, if you have a 40-foot-tall version of yourself on the side of the stadium, like you know you're just getting... It's, Matt, you're going to have to believe me, but just thrown at you left and right. Jesus yeah friday night lights is the real deal in like texas and in the south like it's it's crazy i mean i would say the dc area like there's good football but like the basketball games get much more hype you know like demathic gets a good crowd but also it's like saturday afternoon they play friday night games now but like when i was in high school and stuff like like dc wouldn't play friday night games because there's too much violence yeah that makes a lot of sense and for (laughs) for those of you in austin go chaps yeah, and that's traditionally what it was. Friday night was for high school, Saturday's college, Sunday is for the pros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, you know what? We could take a break here and we'll come back with uh, some emails. What's Mattin in the cop topic? All right, welcome back. Thanks to our sponsors as always. Special shout out to a future guest if Matt could hook it up. Cooking with Daryl. We got to get that guy on. Let's go. All right. I've become more obsessed with him now that you said your dad might actually know him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll I'll put some feelers out. Oh, my brother and my niece would be so jealous. They were the ones that got me on him for years. Ching, ching, ching on the Blackstone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, Mr. Kyle, we got some emails. Yep. You've made it, boys. Greetings to the greeting to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Boys, fucking red man. Yeah. Five exclamation points. Legendary. Congrats to you guys. Ted went to bat with that interview and cracked a goddamn homer. Crushed it. Nice. I don't know if this counts for the cop topic, but the politicians, all they are are professional liars. BS taxes on everything, randomly jacking up gas prices. Malarkey, I say. If that doesn't work, I'd bankrupt the Yankees. Because like Dave Chappelle once said, because fuck them, that's why. Take care, boys. Jaden. Matt, Matt, you got your work cut out for you. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Modern problems call for modern solutions. (laughs) Uh, Email signatures. Hola, gents. Boys, I'm well aware of when and if I'm dropping my name in addition to the self-proclaimed title. Deniability is key, especially as my two cents span both the cast and parent show. I just love telling stories from my ridiculous, humble life. Top topic. Easy. The church. All denominations. No more tax-free businesses trying to influence the world. Just put them back on the path uh, of encouraging people to just be better. Scott, the friendly IT guy. (laughs) Scott's not wrong, and trust me, dude, like... You really want to do a deep dive. Look into the money at the Vatican. Look at I, I watched a whole special last night on Nazi gold and money that ended up in Swiss bank accounts through the Vatican. Oh, yeah, dude. Largest landowner in the world by value. The Catholic Church, baby. Number two, McDonald's. Hmm. I didn't know McDonald's was number two. So that's why I always say by value, because they don't own the most land, but they own some of the most prominent corners in every major city in the U.S. or in the world, really. I mean, I know, I know the Catholic Church is the largest landowner in uh, New York City. Oh wow. yeah, I mean, is that one cathedral? They've been scooping up land for a long time. 
<laughs> but somehow that's the thing that I don't get about God, man. He just somehow can't balance a checkbook. He always needs money. That's that classic George Carlin bit. He's like all powerful, all knowing, but guy just always needs money. <laughs> of course, he doesn't pay any taxes. He doesn't spend any money. Always needs more. <laughs> yeah, right. I love George Carlin. Um, hola, gentlemen, at the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Longtime listener, infrequent emailer. All right. First of all, listeners appreciate. <clears throat> sorry, I get nervous when it's a female. Uh, actually, I guess I don't know. Kelly is sort of an arbitrary name. Female or male, guys? Haley? Kelly. Kelly with an H? With a K. I'm sorry. Oh, Kelly. Is that hard to hear me? I mean, I feel like Kelly is generally a female name, but I had a teacher in high school. His first name was Kelly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think Uh, I've known more dude Kellys, um, but that's classic. uh, First of all, the listeners appreciate the weekly content. Keep up the good work. Second, what was the rest of Cobb's story about Sean Kemp? I was captivated and ready to hear about the shots when Redman so rudely interrupted. <laughs> Do you guys mind if I finish it? Finish it. Okay. So uh, the the short backstory to catch people up who didn't listen is um, I was at a bar near Sean Kemp's old bar that he used to own. A friend of mine walks in. I was hammered. It was probably 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning. I was at the piano bar on Lower Queen Anne. Sean Kemp owned Oscars, which is just across the street. So this guy that I barely know from my soccer league is like, hey, Sean Kemp's at his bar. Let's go get a drink with him. I'm like, okay, cool. This to drunk me sounds like a really good idea. So I pile out of the bar, go across the street with my friends, and I see a friend of mine bartending. And so lucky me, I'm like, hey, what's up? A wave to her, chat with her for a second. She's like, hey, do you want to have a drink with Sean? I was like, as a matter of fact, I would. That's why I walked over here. So she introduced me to Sean and he's like, oh, what do you want? What are you drinking? And I was like, Maker's Mark, because Ted remembers we had just a long yep. Maker's phase at that time. So she pours two drinks. Um, sorry. Uh, my messages for some reason come up. So she pours two drinks and she pours them in highball glasses. So that's a highball glass is sort of your standard cocktail glass. It's like what you would have a rum and Coke in. So it's like, you know, four and a half inches tall. She pours uh, a full glass. So I think like, Oh, we're going to actually, I think that's a rocks glass. A highball glass would have to be taller. What, what's the, uh, actually, I don't know. What's the difference. Let's see. A rocks glass is like you get a single pour of whiskey or something on the rocks. And then generally oh, a highball yeah. no, glass. This is a highball. Cocktail. Yeah. It this was is like, a, right. this is like a big guy. Um, so, uh, well, actually, yeah, uh, no highballs are the tall skinnies. This is saying, okay. Then it was a rocks glass. Ted. Yeah. As a rocks glass built like me short stout. Yeah. So this thing holds about, uh, four shots or so with no ice in it. She, She pours them. Sean Kemp's hands are so big. I can't overstate that it's like a catcher's mitt. I don't know how else to put it. Ted, you've probably shaken his hand at some point. It is ridiculous it is it's it's almost cartoonishly large i mean it's very intimidating so anyway he shakes my hand he grabs his glass and he just shoots it and i know i'm already hammered at this point pretty drunk but i'm like if i drink four shots right now of whiskey at one in the morning like i'm going down i'm going down bad so i'm already drunk i can't drink that much but I'm not, I'm also torn because Sean Kemp was a childhood hero of mine. The rain man is standing right in front of me, like choosing to take a a shot with me, which I didn't realize was a shot. So I just glance at him and just so casual, so cool, nonchalant. You would have thought I was sipping a Pepsi boys. Just boom, all four of them, one gulp, set it on the thing, shook his hand and within three minutes, I walked out of the bar and had to go home. <laughs> oh, that's the, Did I, not mean, that's, up. <laughs> I was going to say, whenever you're at a bar, like you, if you know a bartender or something, but like when a bartender gives you a shot in those rocks glasses, it's like, oh, man, let's buckle up. It's going to be a lot. Well, that's a th- I thought we were I thought there were sippers, you know, but then he shot his and I was just like, Jesus, like it, it's like those like stories about, you know, like giants and stuff like, oh yeah, what like a regular man calls a pint, like he calls a sip, you know, it's like, it was absurd. <laughs> he just, he crushed four shots right in front of me. What I mean, he's a, a large, do? he's a large man. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. People have seen people who are like, what is he probably six, eight, but like he is thick. Like he yeah. is just a big body too. You know, like, he's not tall and skinny. 
He's like, yeah, and he, he's built like, you know, he's built like a freaking Olympic athlete. Right. And he's just, you could tell like that guy can just physically, just because of his size can out drink almost anybody. Yes. Yeah. So it was not, it was a thimble to him, but to me it was, you know, it was a chalice. Did your anyway. buddy bang down the shot? Uh, my buddy at this point somehow was not involved. He kind of like got lost in the wilderness. I was like, I had my other friends with me, whatever. But so no, he didn't. But all right. Yeah, it was it was pretty ruthless, but I'm happy. I've told that story many times, and I'm still honestly proud of it. That and I, I saw a deadlift shrimp at a swim meet one time. That's all I got for the Sonics. And Eric Snow came to my elementary school. <laughs> deadlift I saw once going into a Sounders game, and all I got out was like, Deadlift, you're you're a fucking legend. <laughs> Dude, Deadlift gets a lot of love in Austin, Texas. I have a Deadlift jersey down here, and every time I wear it, people come out of the woodwork. It's actually pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, all right. Uh now to the cop topic at hand. What corporation would you like to bankrupt? I'm giving my opinion here to hopefully persuade others in the future to not fall for this company's trap. Okay, here it is. Suburban propane. This company has just about the shadiest practices in propane business. They lock you into a tank lease and give you that sweet introductory rate of like two thirty a gallon. After that, the next time they autofill your tank on their schedule, you receive the bill and it's $5 plus a gallon. And you can call them to tell them they made a mistake just for them to tell you that it isn't. And that's your rate going forward. Just stay away. And if you do have a lease with them, there's only a $250 break lease fee and they will pump the propane out and compensate you for what it, you paid minus 75 cents per gallon. Well worth it. But again, don't fall into their trap. Uh, when they say they can just pump it out into the new tank you have already had installed by someone else. Yeah. Let me pump $5 a gallon gas into my new tank when I can get reimbursed and just pay any other company $250. No thanks. Wow, I hope that wasn't too harsh, but it's my PSA anyway. I took my daughter to Cobb's Popcorn the other day and tried the salt popcorn or something along those lines, and it was pretty good. My wife was disappointed when I got home that it wasn't caramel, though. Quick question for you, Cobb. Is there a local listener discount? There actually is. Ask for the local discount, and you get our old prices, which are like... I think like they're significantly, significantly off or just tell the boys you listen to the podcast and they might give it to you for free. Um, I'd get more of it, but you're definitely charging the tourist prices that I'm sure are easy to elicit at the market. Reminds me of the cost of Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory at the market versus North Bend. Keep on keeping on Kelly. Yeah, Kelly, never, never pay full price for for popcorn. Just tell the boys. Um, Oh, nice. This is actually a great photo. Wow. You got one in front of the sign and everything. All right, Kelly. I'm going to email something too when we get off this. Um, Let me, how do I mark this? Hold on. Uh, Oh yeah. Thanks for sending me that email from the guy that's coming from across the pond to uh, tailgate. I've already emailed him. I'm going to see him at the Rams game. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, Somebody emailed in for Matt too. I hope that got Matt. Did you end up getting that? Oh, about Palm Springs, about coming down here to golf. Yeah. Yeah. I emailed him back a real, real long one. Nice. <laughs> he didn't even respond. I was like, nice. I <laughs> Conversation <laughs> over. Like, you got some homework, dude. <laughs> so the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. <laughs> I'm answering last week's cop topic and favorite about favorite quotes. Cop, I absolutely love strong beliefs loosely held. I think about it a lot during election periods. I don't know when politicians became celebrities and political parties were defended to uh, detriment. Uh, Like when did kids start flaunting t-shirts with their parents' candidate like it was a Nike swoosh? That's actually a really good point. Um, And then defend the candidate. Uh, You should watch this movie called Jesus Camp if you want to see kids being influenced. Very bizarre documentary. Um, Then defend that candidate like they can do no wrong. I also use it to remind myself to keep an open mind and learn from others during these times. Uh, I don't know where my favorite quotes came from, but something I live by and something I've repeated to my kids several times is anything worth doing is worth doing well. I find so many people are okay just uh, doing just the bare minimum. I can't comprehend that. Things don't need to be perfect, but you should always strive to be proud of what you do. From work presentations to customer service to helping carry equipment after soccer practice, always try to do better. My kids have now integrated this into their actions, whether they know it or not. My oldest just graduated high school. She talked about always trying to push herself, even when there wasn't any expectations to do so. She had a good quote in her college essay about being the architect of her environment rather than the victim. 
Growing up in a small town, she didn't have a ton of opportunities available. In her four years in high school, she had three principals and three counselors. No one really invested in her class. Although she was frustrated at times, she never lowered her standards. And guys, it paid off. In just over a month, we'll be helping her move into her Harvard dorm. Thanks for keeping wow. us entertained. XOXO, Dom. Let's go, Dom. That's Damn. awesome. Literally the best school in the country. Also, God, that's impressive. Dom, when you go to visit or drop off stuff, uh, Harvard is, damn it, I always forget. Harvard's in what part of Boston? Cambridge. Cambridge. You want to go next door to uh, my, uh, God damn it, help me out, Cobb. Kendall, what, Kendall what? Square, where MIT is? No, where Whitey Bulger was big. <laughs> Dude, that's, uh, um, it's like that, uh, be- uh, shoot, what's the hill called? Um, yeah, it's like the north end of Boston, like Charlestown and uh, Winter Hill. All right, maybe I got the uh man, I always say this because I always talk about red he, red bones was his barbecue joint. Yeah, he was the Winter Hill gang, but I mean he ran Southie, he ran Charlestown, he ran all Somerville. Oh yeah. It's go over Ted, to Ted it's Somerville. Right. But if I'm <laughs> saying he's dropping his kid off at Harvard, go next door to Somerville, go to Red Bones. Trust me. Yeah, honestly. God, that's wow, man. I'm really impressed. Very cool. Yeah, that's unreal. It's fucking Harvard. That's unreal. Harvard. I mean, yeah, set up for life. That's super cool. Um, also, uh, I, I it was rolling through my head during that email, but on the last one, uh, just ask for the local discount at Cobb's Popcorn. I don't know if I actually said that. They, you just show a Washington ID and you get, I think it's like thirty percent off. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it for emails, boys. All right. Sounds good. Let's check in with what's Matt. Dom, congrats to your daughter on Harvard. Uh, I w- I rewatched How High this weekend. <laughs> and that uh, Harvard plays a big role in that movie. So maybe worth a rewatch for you, too, if you enjoyed last week's episode. Uh, Red Man, uh, is, that was so cool. I mean, I was on Cloud Nine all week with that. Yep. And how high holds up, boys? Like, because I was at such an interesting phase in my life when that movie was having a you know big influence on me but i'm happy to say like it's still hilarious like i've i've always been had good taste in comedy and you know i did some stuff back in the day it still makes me laugh and i'm like yeah i i even then i knew like it holds up really well so if anybody's you know looking to kill back when movies were 90 minutes I forget who made that SNL song about 90 minute movies, but yeah, good comedy should be 90 minutes. I mean, that's always the issue with uh wedding crashers. It's about 20, 20 minutes too long for my yeah. taste. Yeah. Um, so yeah, congrats on that. Dom rewatching how high was great. I caught that, uh, a lot of that quarterback show too. That is, yeah, that's really cool. Um, it makes you like Kurt cousins. Yeah. Yeah, way bigger Kirk Cousins guy than I would have thought. And yeah, it got me so fired. I mean, I called my dad today and I was like, see the Hawks freed up some cap space <laughs> two hours <laughs> after they extended Nuosu. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> You're right. It's July. What am I doing calling you with football stuff? <laughs> hey, look, I say it all the time. The NFL has done a great job of turning it into a 365 sport. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, about damn time. And uh, yeah, I was way too hyped about it. I was like, it worked. They did it. It's it's your round for me. Like guilty as charged. Um, And then Quandre announced his own restructure on Twitter because he's been having fun acting like a, you know, he's somewhat legit source. He was big on, you know, he I think he had the. Bobby Wagner scoop first too, technically on Twitter. So I just love that he tweets out and he puts source and then tags himself as the source. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm so stoked for football season, man. I can't wait. Uh, and then 
this weekend I went to LA and went nice. to yeah, see my niece. She's a little bit over one. I, I went to her first birthday party like last month, but she wasn't walking then. And now she's like, she's walking. All right. She's one's a fun age. You know, she's making noises, but not saying stuff, but like clearly a person, you know? And uh, so my mom was in town. Uh, and so I met up with them. My brother and his wife, the parents were there, but they were working. So we were just kind of taking her for the day and we just hung out in the backyard for the first half. Then she went down for a nap. And after her nap, I took her over to see my friend that I grew up with and his two kids who were just out here visiting us in the desert. And we all had a great time together. So I was on triple Uncle Matt duty at the park with all three of them. And it was a one-year-old, a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And, you know, I mean, I grew up with, with Alex, my mom's there. It was just this very interesting sort of retrospective, like perspective on damn. Now there's other kids like Alex and me used to be the kids, you know, and then we had our grandparents and it was just, yeah, just a different phase of life. But I had a lot of fun, like, nice. You know, it was just fun seeing them all get along. You know, my niece was really, you know, she's just a happy kid. Like, I don't know, one year old, you take away from their parents, you know, we drive for 15 minutes and then we're at the park with all these people you've never met. And she's like, word. Yeah, this is cool. So yeah, we had a great time. Um, fun yeah, and fact, the park is like lawless, man. You can make it make new friends every two minutes at the park when you're a kid. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a sweet park. They had a big kids playground and a little playground. So we got the one year old down a couple slides on the small one. She liked the swings. But I mean, it was it wasn't there when I lived there. Um, but it is right. It's where I, my roller hockey career started. Actually, it was the, the middle school right next door. So I was just like, yeah, legends are born. And I was, I was telling my one year old niece all about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is she taking it all in, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> she can't tell me to shut up yet. Right. Yeah. All, all right. Thanks, Uncle said. Matt. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I, I think I'm great with kids because I don't have any. So, you know, it was it was really just just a lot of fun. Well worth the drive. So, yeah, that's what's going on this week. Nice. Well, I think some people are better with kids than others. Like some people without kids. I don't blame them. They don't want to hang out with them. Some people don't mind hanging out with them. So that's good. You're you're good with your niece and nephew or your your kinfolk and the other kids. That'll go a long way. Yeah. So then I had to hear about it from mom. Like, why don't you have your own? Like, nah, didn't mean to get your hopes up with all this. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, calm down. All right, I guess it's about that time. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. Cobb topic. Oh, topic. I know women see you like say hi to one kid and they're like, oh, you seem like you love kids. Like, well, <laughs> just being polite. Uh, <laughs> I have definitely told a buddy like he was already married for a couple of years. Like, stop holding that kid. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're going to have one soon. Like, yeah. look, at, look, look, I know you're having fun holding that kid. Look at your wife's eyes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Put it down. Put it down, Jesus, man. man. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't you ever salute me in public. Um, what is the... Okay, so uh, we're kind of, you know, obviously fall is around the corner and we get excited about dip season, but I wanted to take us in a little different direction. This is one of the first podcasts probably ever that we haven't talked about food, so I figured we needed to touch on it. Um <laughs> The harvest is coming up. We just started getting stone fruit down here. You know, peaches, nectarines. It's bomb. The cop topic this week is, what's the best kind of pie? I feel like people are very divided on this issue. I know where I stand. Feel free to email us. Literally, the word email at thepodcast.com. It can even be a single line email. Just your vote for whatever kind of pie you like. Or you can tell us more. What is the best kind of pie? Boys? I mean, that's a tough question. That's the idea. I mean, because I love apple pie, but I think I got to go pecan. Wow. That is, dude, that is not what I, wow. That was not what I expected at all. Dang, I would have gotten you one at the check stop. 
Wow, they're supposed to have the best pecan pie. This is the land of pecans, my guy. I'm just pecan saying, like, pie. it's so sweet and everything, but I'm like, that to me, that is like, if I can only have one piece of pie for the rest of my life, it'd be it'd be pecan. Wow. God, I'm gonna file that away. When you come to Texas, we're going pecan crazy, my guy. <laughs> Dang. I didn't wow, that is not what I expected at all, especially with you living in the Northwest. Mateus? Uh yeah, so we were just talking about Boston. One time I was there with my grandparents, and that was where I discovered Boston cream pie. Mm, which I discovered on Pornhub, but nice, similar. <laughs> I mean, the guy's got a point. The Boston cream pie is a phenomenal pie. So it was almost a cake, but I was going to say, it it barely counts, you know? Uh, Otherwise, I might go lemon meringue from Marie Calendars. Ooh, yeah. Sherman's, that deli that I always talk about here, their banana cream is amazing. And Pie Bar in Ballard, and I think they had had a uh, Capitol Capitol Hill. Hill location, too. They have some some really good ones as well. They're a great establishment. Um, I'm a big Key Lime Pie fan too. That's you know Matt. You Matt, you can't pick every pie. Yeah, so I'm gonna stay with, I'm with you. Cream Key pie, Lime is bomb, dude. I'm I'm more of a pie guy than I realized. Like, yeah, I think it's like an acquire. I think it like comes as you get older. Because I remember yeah. as a kid, pie was awful, and now it's so good. Well, pie also just isn't like outside of holidays. You just generally don't have pie. Yeah. Right, but I feel like as a kid, like you'd get excited about cake, but pie, I was kind of like, uh, whatever. Like I'm, I'm good, boring. Can we, you know, can we pick a pizza pie? <laughs> <laughs> On this show, Ted, it's your show. You can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I actually had pizza pie for dinner, my guy. Um, for me, uh, you know, I'll hold it down for the classic. I feel like I, I hoped it would have gotten mentioned, but fresh pumpkin pie, absolute hitter, top dog. Wow. God, Apple too. You guys are right. It is tough. I'm, I'm going pumpkin. I'm sticking by. I mean, look, I love pumpkin. I, I have a hard time going through a a Thanksgiving day without at least having one piece of pumpkin pie. Like you just kind of have to. Yeah, a little something. Yeah. You need that hit, you know, for the year. Well, that little bump. Like but by Christmas. Pie, or go ahead, Matt. Pumpkin pie is so situational. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I ate a piece of pumpkin pie in April, it would be like to be ironic. You know, yeah, it's like a kicker. It's a specialty when when item. it's on. It's it's tough to beat. But Boston cream pie, you know, I'd take a slice of that on Thanksgiving, Christmas. You know that <laughs> that's three sixty five for me. Actually, yeah. that's a good point, dude. Like Boston cream pie can be eaten when, and like they don't make donuts that taste like pecan pies. They make donuts that taste like Boston cream pies. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. Facts. Straight facts here on the cast. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. This weekend, uh, not going to any crazy concerts. I might try to sneak in a piece of pie. Maybe I'll pop into a Sherry's. I don't know. Pecan pie or some Putang pie. Who knows? (laughs) Chicken pot pie. Uh, We'll be back next week. Uh, In the meantime, you know, maybe treat yourself. Maybe just go get a little hostess pie. I don't know. Mm. They're out there. (laughs) You, You know what? Make pie 365. That's what we stand for on the podcast. Mm, preach. <laughs> for MCTP, for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>